Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I'm Ollie Davis, and I'm joined by Luke Owen, D A D. Hello, Swaff Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? Another podcast, another gadget. Luke is so happy right now because <laughs> he's got a little gadget to play with. So, uh, listeners, um, previously when we have done... So the way that the live streams work is that Ollie is hands-off. Oh, yeah. And won't do anything regarding what the actual sort of like production of the show is. It's not my is. job. It's not, your, it's not your job. It's not your style. It therefore sort of falls to me. So what we've been doing previously is operating it through a wireless keyboard that I would sort of like click on one of the scenes and I would then just use the down key and it would go across. However, that would sometimes go a bit nipples north because sometimes something else would get clicked up, which means I'm no longer then on the pressing down onto the next scene. Or Pete sets up a shortcut that down sends you to something else. He keeps us on his t- on our toes. Exactly, yeah. There's all the Bluetooth connection issues sometimes. There was that as well. So now I've just got this little stream deck thing here and I can just press buttons. And it does all the things that we need it to do. For example, if I press, you will have just heard <laughs> bloop with The Undertaker. What else can you play? I can play this. Pardon, pardon my lewdness. I got a boner for that. Nice. And I can also play this. I'm an ass man. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that worked, you know. I hope, like, the podcast listeners are not going to just hear <laughs> blank dead air. And you can get some of this. <laughs> no, it, it, it 100% should have worked. Speaking of uh, our audience enjoying the content that we put out, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm on fire with my segues today when we were doing Cineworld. You were. I, got I, didn't, really, I didn't bring that up. But, some really good tenuous ones. You know, I was doing my very best to send that taping off course. <laughs> and every time you were just like, no. <laughs> Like I put an arm around me. No, stop it. Maybe that's the dad in you. It's the dad power. Oh, you reckon it is? My dad vibes yeah. like Limbiscuit. So we had this email in from Garrett. He says, 
Uh, hi, Luke. Um, I will say, first off, Garrett, you did send this to the wrong email address. Come it on, Garrett. Uh, support at WrestleTalk.com. Going to have to dox you. Uh, have to dox him now. Read out his email address. <laughs> hi, Luke. Garrett. Uh, no. Hi, Luke. You were singing a bit of a song from the Muppet Christmas Carol last week, and then Ollie joined in. I just wanted to say that he did the harmony between you two. It was terrific. Oh, and... That was not intentional. Go back and listen to it. You won't regret it. People often practice for a while to get that sort of thing down. Seriously impressed. <laughs> the roar. Is he, is he taking the mix? The raw intro, however, was an absolute disaster. Ollie was totally right for a while, dealing with you being an idiot. And then he started saying dolphins are fish, and I nearly rage quit. You pretty much got the right result in the end, though. Hope dad life is going awesomely regards Garrett. Whoa, 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 whoa. A dolphin's not fish. No, they're mammals. Which is, do you know what's funny? So I a said, dolphin's mammals. I said to you, "Oh, dolphins are mammals," and you went, "No, they're not. They're fish." And Whales I, are mammals. And I and I said, "Oh, my mistake," because I have this thing. Dolphins I've, lay eggs. And I realised this about myself because I've had numerous people tweet me being like, "Do you know the dolphins are mammals?" Right. And like, every, really? Everyone has seemed to forget. I said the dolphins <laughs> are mammals, and you corrected me. Everyone was like, Luke, you're an absolute moron. Um, anyway. I love, I can say anything. It just goes <laughs> on to you or Pete. And that's why I don't do shows with Adam, because it comes my way, yeah. anything that's wrong. Uh, I'm actually, now that I've said that, Dolph- I'm just going to go, dolphins, 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 mammals, mammals. Uh, dolphins, mammals, uh, dolphins swim. They appear to be fish Yeah, dolphins are descendants of land-dwelling mammals. Okay, so here's the fun thing about that I've noticed about myself. Class mammalia. Kingdom animalia. I basically just assume that I'm wrong on most things. Yeah. So yeah. if I say something and I'm not 100% sure on what the answer is, if someone says to me something that is the opposite to what I think it is, but is way more confident about it, I will just presume they're right. Mm-hmm. Often, I don't care enough to know what the actual <laughs> answer is, i.e. the argument that we were having on Monday. Or sometimes I'm just like, oh, well, I mean, Ollie knows way more about things than I do. So I'm just going to presume that he's right and I'm wrong. But that's not all true, is it? You, there's so many things that you know way more about than I do. If, well, if someone tried to say to me, it was like, oh, hey, um, John Candy played Peter Venkman in Ghostbusters. I would say, no, I think that was that was Bill Murray. How confident and, would I have to be on that? <laughs> well, because no, I'm pretty sure John Candy did play a Ghostbuster. No. and I No, 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 honestly, no, no, he did. No, he didn't, because I can then say, because I know that's right. I know that it's true. But if you, like, in the dolphins are mammals argument, mm. I don't know 100% that I was right on that. John so, Candy is not a dolphin. So, but when you say, no, no, dolphins are fish, I'm like, well, Ollie's... Got way, he's way more confident about that than I am. Mm. I'm just going to, I guess that he's right and I was wrong. When the actual, the opposite was true. I was right. And I did know the fact, but I had zero confidence in that. I, uh, I chatted you. You chatted me? I chat totally. I'm a total chad. Do you know, have you, I've, I've taken the conversation off in a different <laughs> path now. Because this made me laugh from the AEW uh, show. Right. That MJF called Darby an incel. Yeah. And do you know what, like, what the incels fear? No. The Chad. 
the chad is like what they want to be oh my god this this sounds like internet deep speak that is absolute nonsense (laughs) built on absolute bobbins it is it is like the incel language is fascinating well this well this just sounds like soy boy and all that sort of thing it's like language that people use Mm. that means absolutely diddly dick you know I, i mean funnily enough alphas and betas which is actually incorrect terminology. So this is uh, this is, but this is kind of what like the incel community has developed by themselves. Like it, like you said, a very niche insular area, and it's how they sort of. I won't go into the, the sort of lady stuff because that's obviously problematic. But I think the. Is that no? Is this, not those. Are we going to get into this? Do you remember when you and I did the film podcast the and you one? said to me, "It's like there's this book about negging, and it's a really interesting idea." I stand by the game. <laughs> and because I'm then because again, I just assumed that you were right and you were talking mm-hmm. about something sensible until I talked to a lady about it. I was like, "Oh yeah, my friend Ollie was telling me about this book." She was like, "Oh my god, that book is incredibly problematic." Have they read it? It's <laughs> got so many things wrong with it, and I'm like. Oh, I thought Ollie was a good one. I thought look, he was a nice boy. Look, if if he only wrote that book and my argument about it being a great piece of investigative fiction into a community, that would stand. Unfortunately, he then went on to write books about how to manipulate women. And that kind of under... But I think in the moment when he wrote it, he was a pure spirit. <laughs> I can't find any of these. Right. Juan Gabriel has emailed to say, uh, I hope you're doing well. I'm chiming in on the Power Rangers talk. I grew up on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Zeo Turbo, In Space, Lost Galaxy, Lightspeed Rescue, Time Force, Wild Force, Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder, SPD, and Mystic Force. Absolutely love them. Wow, uh, some grew are... up on. <laughs> so you mean all of the power? He's just watched Power he's Rangers. Just, he's just watched yeah, Power yeah, Rangers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you very much for your email. I've got, I've got it up now. Oh, we should, should we go into the show and then I can... We've got five minutes before the main one starts, but this is a uh, so this is comparing a Chad to a an incel. This photo makes <laughs> me so mad, and I, I haven't even got into the content of it yet. But the photo itself—it's horrible, it's awful, <laughs> awful business. It's such a self-punishing community. That's how they see themselves, and that's what they think. The Chad is what they think are, is what women want. Uh, look. But let's let's go into this. Hair has been firmly fastened to never react to wind or any laws of physics. Who's got that? I hate this. <laughs> can we can we can we just move away from this? This is has figured out how to always look everyone in the eyes all at the time. Great eye contact. He's a confident Chad. This just this feels a lot like people using the term beta without knowing that the person who came up with those terms has actually said, "Oh, I was wrong." No, but this is I was yeah, what yeah. I was actually studying were wolves that were captive. Well, and it's not actually what wolves do. That's not actually how wolves behave. I made a massive mistake, and unfortunately, I have now cultivated this awful community online. We're making fun of the words. Oh, we're not embracing yeah, thanks, the words. Oh, thank God for that. Anyway, let's get into the AEW. Shad. <laughs> Shads represent. Pardon, pardon my lewdness. I got a boner for that. I did did not punk. Anyway, uh, here is the AEW show. Should Miro beat Brian Danielson at AEW Full Gear 
He's in the finals now. What a what a turnabout of events. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Luke Owen D A D for the AEW Dynamite Review podcast. And before we get into that discussion point, we have a word from our sponsors. This episode of the Rest Talk Podcast is sponsored by Bosley. Now, Oliver Davis, you have got a thick, wonderful head of hair on you, know you not? Some people have called it impeccable. It's actually really good. I do not. And one of the reasons why is because I left it far too late. But you don't have to leave it far too late. Bosley are giving away a free information kit, a $250 card towards a procedure. They are America's number one hair restoration experts with more than 45 years of experience and has performed over 430 thousands hair restoration procedures millions of men and women have come to bosley for answers for their hair loss and restoration questions they offer permanent surgical solutions such as hair transplants and also non-surgical solutions with more than 70 locations across the u.s but can also deliver solutions right to your doorstep with free in-person and video consultations click the link in the video description down below gets your free information pack and 250 dollar gift card thank you being today's sponsor uh of course just full disclosure they weren't the people who did my hair transplant because i'm in the uk but a lot of people were interested like how do you get it done it's nice to see it can work because and it, it has you know worked pretty well pretty good so uh yeah go check them out thanks for supporting the show miro is in the final of the aew world title eliminator tournament this yes. came about, of course, because sadly John Moxley was supposed to take on Orange Cassidy in the semis to go on to fight Brian Danielson in the main. Perfect story there. Moxley had that great win over 10 in the first round, and Danielson had beaten Kingston in. We haven't spoken about it here yet. One of my favorite matches of the year. Oh, I did speak about it because we. I mean, you were on Saturday. I was show. on a Saturday show with Tempo T Wrestlo. And I said, dude, there was pretty much nothing for us to talk about on SmackDown. I just want to talk about Kingston Bryan because it is. We titled it like, was it better yeah. than the Omega match? And there was like a pretty lively debate about whether or not it was because it's just an incredible match. Mm. Love that finish. In terms of, you know, what moved me more emotionally, it's not even a question for me. It's it's. Danielson versus Kingston. Oh, yeah. What a guy. What a seller. Fantastic stuff. Anyway, provides the perfect story for Moxley Danielson, unfortunately, but totally understandably, what a guy. He's taken the time out to go and sort his own problems. Um, I, I fully expected Moxley to squash Cassidy. I thought he was going to. I think if, yeah, had he, Two minutes. Had he not gone in for the, the inpatient thing, I think he would have 100% squashed him. Mm. So... We're left on this episode of Dynamite. Tony Khan has called this the toughest week of his life. I believe the second toughest. Sorry, sorry, you're right. Second toughest, of course, after uh, Brody, Brody Lee's passing. Um, did you and a when you were thinking, oh, who are they going to get to replace Moxley? Did you ever think of Miro? So I'd heard Miro late last night. Right. So like just before I was going to bed, I'd heard that the two names that it was going to possibly be was either Miro or Punk. So I went to bed thinking to myself, I hope it's Miro. Mm. As much as I love Punk, I don't want Punk's like, because Punk's not, that's not the story Punk is telling at the moment. 
And I would like the story that Punk is telling at the moment if he's going for the title. Like the story of Punk going for the title, I want it to be not just entered into a tournament at the last minute, you know what I mean, as a replacement. So I wanted it to be Miro. Also, I, I would like to see Miro get that elevation up the uh, the the AEW dark elevation, if you will, into that sort of main event scene. So I was really hoping that it was going to be Miro, and I was thrilled when they announced on the show that it is going to be Miro versus Cassidy as the main event of tonight's episode. When Miro lost the TNT title, months ago now, we were all like, oh yeah, okay, that's fine, the way he lost it, because now he can go into the main event. But that, unfortunately, wasn't part of their plans. But now it is part of their plans. And now... I'm plans change, brother. Yeah, card subject too. Now I'm genuinely... Like, does Miro beat Danielson? Well, yeah, because I think... <clears throat> I, I think the plan is for Danielson to win. Because mm. I think they wanted to... Was well, the plan. Was, yeah, you're right, you're right. It was the plan. Because I was about to say then, so they can do Danielson Omega 2. Unless, of course, Paige wins the title. In which case, you don't get to do... Dan you'd be able to get Danielson Paige instead, wouldn't you? The reaction that Miro got on this night when they announced that he was the replacement for Mox was a genuine crowd reaction of like, yes, this is the guy mm. that we want it to be. And when Miro won in the main event, again, it was that reaction from the crowd. I was like, yes, this is what we've been wanting from Miro. Like that TNT title run is what we wanted from Miro. This performance here, now going into a main event, the main event guy we all know Miro can be. Not this bleach blonde video game guy that came in yeah, first thing, where he's like, by the way, I also play Mega Drive. I'm like, no, that's not what I want. I want you kicking people in the face and being the Redeemer, Miro. Mm. So Miro versus Paige is quite cool. Miro versus Omega is really cool. And I feel like this, Danielson's already a main eventer. Mm. This would establish Miro even further into that main event scene. One of the great things about AEW is I'm now at a point where I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. If Miro wins, fantastic. Doesn't, doesn't hurt anybody else. If Danielson wins, fantastic. Yeah. If, to be honest, if they just said on this episode, yeah, Orange Cassidy, you get to go through. And you don't have to fight anyone. Because it's the most it's, Orange Cassidy way to advance ever. And then the match at full gear is Orange Cassidy versus Brian Danielson. Yeah, oh, this version of Danielson? I want to see him have a match against Orange Cassidy. It's so funny. I, because I, I think Danielson wants to do a proper comedy match. Um, but yeah, so I, I, having said that, you know, that would have undermined a lot of the tournament, blah, blah, blah. But... I'd still want to see it eventually. Mm -hmm. So really, should Miro win? Yeah. Should Danielson win? Also, yeah. Should everybody win? Yes. <laughs> I win. I mean, we do as fans win. Like, I think that's one of the, the strengths that All Elite Wrestling has. It's got a very, it's got a great depth on its roster mm. that it's got so many people on there. You're like, oh, I want to see them in a main event picture. I want to see them in this picture. I want to see them doing this. So we are left with an option where it's like they present you a match and you're like, cool. Well, whoever wins, I win as a fan. Like I'm not presented with an option where I'm like, eh, I don't really care. Or like, Christ, I don't want to be either of those two. I'm now going into a match of full gear where I'm like, whoever wins, I'm going to be absolutely thrilled by. Both these guys. Both these guys. Uh, the match itself was the main event, the semi-final. Uh, Danielson was on commentary. I thought it was really good. Like, he put over Cassidy's 
strategy as some kind of game of poker with these opponents, which I've ne never thought of before. I thought that was good. What I also really liked about Danielson on commentary is that he then basically stayed silent for mm. the rest of the match, and he was just watching the ring. He wasn't just there to do commentary. He was there to scout his next opponent in the finals. And I think I know what his notes might include. Uh, number one, hit Miro in the neck. Yep. Number two, hit Miro in the head. Mm -hmm. Just that whole area. Danielson's going to have such a great time with the structure of that match. <laughs> yeah. He's He wanted his catchphrase to be kick his effing head in. Yep, and he's going to be able to do that. He's going to be able to kick that man's head clean off his shoulders if he mm. wants to. And Miro is going to chuck him around. Yeah. It's going to be chucking around. And throw his head at him. Versus, yeah, hit me in the head. Oh, man, I, I love this version of Miro. Mm. I loved when he was TNT champion, this whole Redeemer thing, the promo he had earlier in the night. Yeah. Where, like, since losing that title, his wife hasn't forgiven him, his God hasn't forgiven him, and he's now on the path to get them back on his side. That he, that he sees this as kind of like a, a gift from God. Yeah. Like an opportunity. I need He's, to find the line that I wrote down, which I loved. Uh, yeah. I guess when you when you believe that you have God on your side, you can read into events whatever you want. And of course, Moxley being taken out, Miro's not thinking about Moxley as a character. He's like, no, this is a gift to me. Yeah. Love it. His last line in that promo was, I will be forgiven. And I will be loved. Oh, oh it's good. Kick his head in. <laughs> uh, and the match was decent as well, I thought. What well, wasn't the best match on the show, but they got a good bit of comedy in early. Casty showed that he cared. Dived through a table at one point. Matt Hardy was a nice red herring at ringside because if Orange Cassidy isn't a match, you better believe Matt Hardy's going to be at ringside going... Maybe one day I'll get a victory over you. I'm going to shave my hair for you. That um, that Miro 10 count spot was super duper close. Yeah, that was <laughs> uncomfortably close. Yeah. Uh, but Miro, yeah, chucked him around. Really good stuff. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, let's get into your Omega chats, see what everyone's opinion is on Miro. Nick Corvello says, hot take, I think Miro is going to win against Danielson. Would love to see him reference the Book of Revelation, the part where Satan is referred to as the dragon. Yeah, because oh, you get like... Uh, right, yeah. I was, nice I was trying to make a connection there because mm. I'm a bit thick. It took, <laughs> it took me a little while to put them together. And Miro equating that to God, telling him he needs to slay the dragon to redeem AEW and get gold. Oh, that's nice. That's really nice, Nick. Uh, the Guilty Hat. I fully expect Mox to beat Brian... Uh, Bri- uh, Miro, I think you mean that, by ref stoppage. So we could have Mox versus... Oh, expected, so past tense. He thought... Mox is going to beat Brian by ref stoppage, so we could have Mox versus Hangman for the title and Omega versus Brian for bragging rights. But I'm now less certain with Miro. Would love to see him win. I just don't think his character is beating Brian just yet. There is, I mean, of the two, I think I'm probably more 75% confident that Brian is winning. But that 25%, that can grow in the next week or so. Yeah, it's, it's on paper when I think about it. Miro's got a big weakness. Danielson's undefeated. Danielson's expertise is exploiting a body part. Brian's going to win. However, me in the moment, I do, you know, I don't. I, usually, I don't think Captain America is going to die when I watch a Captain America movie. But I'm still invested when he's clinging onto a helicopter or something. Um, he will face Adam Page. Surely, Page is winning at full gear, and I don't want either man to lose that match either. There are so many matches where it's like I just want. Both to win. I, I mean, I don't know who is doing the predictions next week. <clears throat> mm. It's tough. Some of those matches, there's like there's one match on the card that I'm actually confident in. Like if I if I was to get like first pick, there's only one two matches I would say that I'm actually confident in, in winning. Baker mm. retaining and the inner circle jerks beating America Top Team. Yeah. Uh, Charles Berg to me it doesn't matter who wins because they're both awesome one of my favourite things about AEW is that the wrestlers generally act like real people what a concept also what Pete did was incredibly unprofessional absolutely disgraceful jam that jam he's well within his rights to do that sort of stuff I am his man servant 
and I was naughty. J.S. Wooten, no matter who wins, Paige is facing a heel because American Dragon isn't a face. Also, Luke, do the damn deal and save Ollie already. I'm, I'm doing, I'm working with lawyers. I'm, I'm trying to bug Pete by playing him Limp Bizkit every day. Look at him, with his impeccable hair. The bow tie throws it off. I think it works, actually. Hmm. Uh, Aaron Smith, a quick look at cage match, and I was surprised that Brian and Miro only faced each other in a singles match once before. I'm flipping hyped for this now and hope Miro wins. He deserves it after his TNT title run. Yeah, it's freaky. That's, that's, that sounds like when Brian first came back as well, and he was just like, oh, yeah, well, now I'm wrestling. I just want to wrestle everyone. Off I'm just going to have a match on SmackDown with whoever. With Andrade, why not? Off the top of my head, I think it's like May 2018 SmackDown Money in the Bank ladder qualifying match. Have you already looked that up? Off you? the top of my head. <laughs> no, I, I, I did a similar thing. I was like, because I was trying to write a joke. Oh, it's like an alternate version of when they had the match in WWE. But no, they only had one match. Mm. They never did a few. I guess they were more like passing in the night when Rusev was called up Brian mm. was out yeah uh, and finally for now Eternal Blue I was there last night the moment of the night for me happened after the show Brian stayed in the ring and called Justin Roberts in and they had a long diatribe about being fired in 2010 and played around with choking him out again Justin was hilarious Ollie came in this morning and was like uh, did you hear that they did the spot that I booked in my uh, Brian Danielson AEW review yeah. in your, let's be honest, um, streak through the fantasy booking warfare tournaments. Thank you. I you mean you demolished everyone. Yeah, and Miro. Yeah, you did. You beat a very game, Alex Queen of the Ring. You beat me, who... Yeah, I, I didn't think you put the effort in that one. You know, I, I need a time off. And you demolished Laurie, who pretended yes. that he didn't want to win yes he like i i really didn't uh, but like laurie genuinely i mean like in me, like in me it'd be like oh, i mean i don't really care if i win but he mm. cared if he won and i think he's actually a little bit salty that he didn't win i haven't actually spoken to him because i've got to be honest i feel awkward i feel bad <laughs> for the guy <laughs> um but yes uh, before we get into the full AEW review, we've said it already, Bosley. Bosley, indeed, are today's sponsor. I actually think it's Bosley. Oh, sorry. This is the Bosley. Thing. Bosley. I believe it is, anyway. Um, are sponsoring today's show, if you need to get yourself hair transplant surgery, they are America's number one hair restoration experts. They are America top team. <laughs> America hair on top team. Huh? can have that yeah. for free. 45 years experience. Click the link in the video description down below. Get yourself a free information pack, $250 gift card. Yeah, so many people have asked me in the comments, where did you get it done? How, how was it? How long does it take to recover, etc.? How much does it cost? I, I just went to a place down the road in London. Um, so a lot of other people are in, loads of our, of our viewers are in the States. The majority are. So this is the place to go to, everybody. This review of AEW Dynamite, keep getting your Omega chats into wrestletalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one over $5. Uh, opened with Kenny Omega versus Alan Angels. I mean, this this match was booked to annoy Jim Cornette, basically. Yeah. Because, hey, do you remember... 
back in May last year nope. when that match with Alan Angels ruined Kenny Omega's career and killed AEW mm. dead. God, I remember that because he kicked out of the V-trigger. Yeah, yeah. You actually don't remember it. No, I do remember it, yes. But I just like, when this match started, I didn't remember it and it took a minute for me to go, okay, it's a vendetta thing. Yeah. I mean, the, the purpose of this was to just give Kenny an easy win and to keep beating up the guy. Against then, a Paige friend. And, and then Paige comes out. Oh, yeah, of course, Dark Order connection. And Hangman comes out for the save at the end. It's the go-home, go-home angle. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Yeah. I literally wrote my notes here. They had Angels kick out the V-trigger again just to annoy Twitter. <laughs> How dare someone kick out of a guy's setup move? Jim Cornette was so angry that he kicked out of the V-trigger. A setup move that Kenny does so much it <laughs> is like a clothesline. I know. He uses it as liberally as an Irish whip. I don't know why Twitter got so angry about this last year. It's like, I can't believe they let him kick out of the V-trigger. He gave him so much. People have their own problems going on. <laughs> I guess so. And then sometimes it flares up in weird places. Uh, I mean, just like that first match, I think we said at the time, this match, it wasn't about Kenny versus Angels. It was about Kenny versus Kenny. He treated this so blasé, arrogantly. He could have won with that V-trigger, but he did like a really lazy cover. Yeah. Smile into the camera. So it was good I, It was good heel work, I thought. Uh, and Paige just comes out, looks very confident. Yeah, Paige, I mean, they did say, didn't they, on commentary, this is the most, Paige, this is the most confident Paige has looked. It's like since starting in AEW. And I really like that. Well, you add on the hangman push scale. You think him being confident means he's going to lose? Maybe he's I, too confident now. Too confident. He's too confident now. I honestly, I still don't know. I don't know which way it's going to go next week. I re I'm, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for this match. Malachi Black cut a promo on Tony Khan. I don't like it when people say Tony on TV. Yeah. Just because it just gives me Dixie Carter fears. He's not on TV. I know, I know. At least, I know. The, you know. But the, that's how it begins. He hasn't had a motorbike, like, you know, brought into the ring yet so he can sit upon it and be like, it's so good to be king. And <laughs> he, hasn't, he hasn't done anything like that yet. He's just uh, in the back doing Sudokus or whatever nerds do. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing his, his little results spreadsheets. Yeah, <laughs> playing Minesweeper. Yeah. Um... So yeah, he, Malachi Black said, Tony Khan's banned him from ringside, but in a fantastic line, I thought, for the Andrade-Cody match, Julius Caesar wasn't just stabbed by one knife. Yeah. It was quite a few guys. Exactly. A bunch of guys went at him. Also, Tony, it's Andrade. Andrade's whole deal is that he's just like, I've got friends around the world and I'm paying people to like interfere. Oh, you banned Malachi Black. There's a whole locker room of heels that I can pay off to yeah. do other things. I got a, I got FTR, the AAA tag team titles. Banned them from ringside as well, Tony, mm. you big idiot. Uh, CM Punk came down next for a promo, which I thought was excellent. He, he just, he addressed both his own wrestling feud and the situation of John Moxley perfectly. I can't think of a better way to to do all this in one sincere go yeah it, it was a really really nice promo one of the things that has warmed my heart uh over the last 24 hours since the news of of moxley is that wrestling is now in a position where we're able to talk about mental health and well-being 
and addictions and this and the other. On national TV, Punk came out and he cut a sincere promo about this. 20, 20 years ago, never would have happened. Mm. 10 years ago, five years ago, wouldn't have happened. We're now in a much nicer place where we can come out and be like, we're not, we're flawed individuals, but we're doing what we can to be better. And, and so it was, it was really nice. And then some, because he's that good, segueing that into continuing his feud with Eddie Kingston. It's really, really good. There's an argument to be made that if this happened 5, 10, 20 years ago, uncomfortably recently, um, a wrestler would come out and bury them. Oh, yeah. I mean, let, let, okay. I know a lot of people have said, hey, in some other company, I'm not saying that company, but in some other company, they would have turned this into an angle. Mm. Let's not kid ourselves that when um, Mox does feud with MJF again, that MJF <laughs> isn't going to bring this up in a promo. Also, I guess, like, Punk did that promo on Jeff Hardy when he had left the company, the TNA, and it was about his battles with drug addiction. But, you know, that was 10 years ago. People change, but a little bit of, you know, it's different place, different there. time. Uh, but yeah, the, the content of this promo was effectively, there are two people who aren't here tonight. One of them is John Moxley. And he was like, Punk just said, can everybody be quiet, please? Because I want to say, and the crowd was just like, sorry, Punk, sorry. Yeah. I don't we mean, won't chant for you. Stop chanting my name. Yeah. I want you to chant this man's name instead. And they were like, okay, Mr. Punk, we'll chant that name then. And he just said that that he's, he's so, but like this idea of being a tough guy all the time, Lord knows that's happened to him, not with addiction but with just through injuries really he, he was what, what was the metaphor that he used he was on the hamster wheel or something oh, right, yeah, yeah. round 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 it's hard to get off so loads of respect to him for not being here and then he segued that in to but there's someone else who isn't here and it was never overtly said because it is a very delicate issue but to me that was eddie kingston you've spoken about being depressed as part of that feud with Brian Danielson. You walk around saying you're a tough guy, but in a sort of little crisis of character confidence last week, you came and shouted at me with all this tough macho guy bull S word. I don't like being interrupted. Yeah. I was having, it was my premise. That segment, mm. you, I mean, you, you watched the whole thing, right? Uh, the, the match, one of my favorite matches of the year, the, the segment after with Punk and Kingston, so brief, it might be my favorite segment of the year. Was incredible, so so good. And I, I thought Punk was made. I thought the way that Punk and Shivani sold it was so good. Kingston shouting off Mike. I didn't like. Did you see me tap out? Then why did you ring the bell? All this sort of beautiful, beautiful stuff. And you know, the end of this, Punk was like, you know, he's not here. I'd love to fight him, but he's not here. The crowd started chanting full gear. I say the crowd. A portion of the crowd started turning full <laughs> gear. And Punk was like, hey, you know, maybe at full gear. But we're going to go to St. Louis first, which is this Friday on Rampage. He's like, and I'd like to, I'm going to, I'd like to have a chat with him there. Hmm. We're going to get on Friday. Oh, my God. A CM Punk Eddie Kingston promo oh, segment. Being a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing I'm most, that, that's, that's got Johnny Hungy versus Adam Cole. Which I'm re I think is going to be super fun. The budge. But oh man, I cannot wait for Kingston Punk. Yeah. Oh, dude. On the Rampage thing, it is a bit of a weird one. It's live. So Rampage wasn't taped after Dynamite this week, as is the norm, because originally Full Gear was meant to be this Saturday. So Rampage was going to be like the live hot go home show. Full Gear's the next night, or was it Sunday? Can't remember. But it was this weekend. 
But that was going up against this huge UFC card and I think something else, maybe a boxing match. So, yeah, they've moved it. So that you've got this weirdly live rampage. Yeah. Um, Robert Aquatic here has suggested that you cancel the wedding. <laughs> it's not my wedding. Well, yeah, well, then, you know, can't get them to move it. Hey, they moved full gear. Yeah, so, well, they moved it twice already because yeah. of the pandemic. Just what's move, one more? What's one more? Third time's a charm. I'll just be in the ceremony with my phone watching it. Apparently, is it in St. Someone said it's pronounced St. Louis. Not, I thought it was St. Louis. Meet me in St. Louis. Uh, St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, St. Louis. Randy Orden's from St. Louis. St. Louis Dangle. Miro cut a promo. Uh, this is when he announced he'll be in the main event. That after the tough guys CM Punk promo, you cut back to the Bucks and Adam Cole, and they're like, we're such tough guys. <laughs> it was... Surely that was planned. Yeah. Um, and they, they would, you know, boast him being heelish. Luchasaurus comes in, Christian comes in, they brawl into the, the sort of arena, Jungle Boy flips off the stage, and ultimately the baby faces stand tall. Yeah, giving Adam Cole a concerto. Mm. Yeah, which is, you know, it's a, that's a big time thing. I'm actually kind of no I'm quite annoyed he's wrestling on Friday. I think that's the sort of thing you should have like a big... If you're going to do a concerto, you need to make it mean yeah, something, yeah, yeah. as opposed to a guy who wrestles two days later, I would argue. Um, two things I actually want to, I wanted to mention about the, the Moxley thing, just mm. before we move on from that completely. The report is, you know, this is what Meltzer was saying on Wrestling Observer Radio, that the idea was Moxley and Kingston were going to turn heel, and they were going to go on a heel run together as a tag team, right? Uh, a, a personality a, a change. A personality change. But you can see the seeds that have been planted. I, I, think. I think so, yeah. There's no way no one's going to boom Moxley <laughs> when he comes back. So what, what what do you make of that first off? I think the idea of a heel turn would be fantastic for those two. Uh, but yeah, I don't think it's going to work now. You just have to, yeah. like they've changed course here, you're going to have to change course again. Agreed. Uh, but the other thing I wanted to talk about is the report that... A sudden Kyle O'Reilly's contract also expires in December, which means that the original lineup of the Undisputed Era could make their way to AEW. Bobby Fish is already there. Adam Cole's obviously there. Kyle O'Reilly comes in, mm -hmm. which means you could set up the Elite versus the Undisputed Era. I mean... There's the, the the seeds are there also for the coal heel not heel term, whatever it is, but I always saw that as coal breaking Omega away from the Bucks. But yeah, now now we know O'Reilly's contract is coming, G. You gotta think it's that you've also got Owens, Steen in January. Mount Rushmore. And, and to be honest, if I'm, and I'm, I, I can't speak for the man, I don't know what his situation is, but if I'm Kyle O'Reilly, I'm looking at the scenario that I'm currently in, oh, where yeah. I was a lumberjack last week on Halloween Havoc, so unnoticeable as a lumberjack, I didn't even spot that he was there. <sighs> I, 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 I don't think I'd be re-signing. you got to get out of there, yeah. yeah. Uh, we had two video packages on the sort of TBS title matches, uh, one for Statlander, Ruby Soho here, which is on, on Friday, I think. Uh, yes, it is, yeah. Then we got FTR versus Aerostar and Samurai Del Sol, who you might recognize as Kalisto from he's, WWE. He's still doing his lucha, lucha, <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh, lucha forever. Uh, FTR, you know, this was 
this was okay. I I didn't love this match. I like the idea of FTR in AAA. Mm. And FTR is the AAA tag team champions because they're so un AAA. Yeah. And it should be brilliant, right? Like them facing Lucha. Like then they are not Lucha. They are not flips. They are just fists. It writes itself. This match was fine. Yeah. I, I wrote in my, I said in my review, like, what sadist looked at FTR and was like, you'll love it in Mexico. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give you an extended rundown there. But I think, you know, that they probably want to experience that for themselves. So I, I think they, they're into it. Um, I noticed on their gear they had the US flag. And you got to think that's like, that's in your face. We are the foreign heels in Mexico. I hope when they're there, because I think they're doing tapings this week, they refuse Lucha rules. Yeah. So in Lucha rules, as soon as you get out the ring, that's a tag. That all their matches, they should be like, we're the champions on our terms. Where are the tag ropes? Tags, yeah. Give me them tag ropes. Did you see um, uh, Danhausen, like before he got injured and stuff, he didn't have any tag ropes at the, the show that he was doing. So he grabbed a streamer that someone had thrown in off the floor and was just holding onto it to be the tag ropes. Nice. And um, FTR thought it was very funny. Very good. Uh, apparently as well, I don't think it is um, uh, <laughs> Statlander... Soho this Friday. I think it's Red Velvet and The Bunny. Okay, one of the two. It's one of the two. Uh, FDR won. Cash Wheeler held onto the ropes with a roll-up. Darby was in the crowd watching this match. Yeah, I wonder why he was there. Why is he there? Why was he there? I think just to set him up for later. Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero got in Sheeta's face when she was getting her 50th plaque. I think that was filmed last week. but It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then we got... My favourite segment on the show. Yours too? It was my favourite segment Oh, it was well. perfectly laid out. Here's all you need to know. In a circle, get to choose the lineup of American top team. Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, they're already a part of it. And they go through, uh, like Jake Hager's like, I want Junior Dos Santos. Uh, Santana's called out. I've just written two question marks. I've done the same thing. <laughs> I've written here. They pick Junior Dos Santos. They pick another guy. A, he, his name begins with A. I'm not going to try and pronounce it. I know I know three names from America Top Team that aren't men of the year. And that is Junior Dos Santos, because he's already had a match. I know Paige Van Sant. It's coming. And Jorge Masvidal! <laughs> Those are the only three names that I know. Uh, so, but then Dan Lambert's like... Andre Avlovsky. Nah, there, there you go. go. Uh, Dan Lambert's like, well, Paige's boyfriend also wants to fight you. Can't remember his name either. And Paige grabs the microphone and says, I don't need a man to talk for me. Like, cuts this great I'll, I'll take all five of you on. And then the, the crowd, like, everyone's like... Jericho <laughs> <laughs> grabs the mic. He's like, you're going to take all five of us on, are you? And the crowd reacts to it. He's like, I mean, the joke writes itself. I don't need to add anything. But he did. <laughs> There's content for your only fans page. And the, the crowd went, oh! <laughs> it was great. But the key to this, what we kind of mm. skipped over, is right at the start, Dan Lambert is cutting his promo. He says, I, I founded America Top Team. I'm the number one member of America Top Team. Let's not forget this. Because he was then, demanding respect from he was Jericho. demanding respect. And then he introduced the rest of them. So when Jericho's like, you know, I could pick whatever that lad's name is. Jericho had no idea who any of these chaps were, by the way. So he's like us. He's like, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. I, don't know. I could pick Paige Van Sant. But why not pick 
America top team's first entrant, like the number one pick. And Dan picks up and he's like, no, 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 hang on, no, no, not me. And he picks Dan Lambert for the team. Lambert's, everyone's reaction to this, particularly Sky and Paige and Lambert was just so, so great. Lambert did, should I do this? He did, uh, he did the spoil, but he was this, no! <laughs> and it's it's so cathartic to watch because he portrays this character who is saying that stuff about us, about AEW fans. You're snowflakes, you just go along, you're right in your basement, and he is, it works so well because he as a character is, is that stuff. That's why his promos have mm. been so great. Uh, it was, Dan Lambert is one of my favorite things in wrestling, and this was perfect. And God, well, he, heels heels are a complex thing when you're older because you end up liking them, like really liking them, and you want them to win. It's very rare for me to want a baby face to beat up a heel I really like. I want to see Lambert's ass get kicked. Yeah, and like th this is, you know, we're going to be carrying on from this because the name Jorge Masvidal is still out there and he's the one who they've been putting over as like you know the the number one pick of this team like the the, the big guy jericho masvidal surely is like the direction for this for either a big episode of dynamite maybe like you know the, the first episode of the year big match mm. or actually maybe for a revolution next year but i'm super excited to see because i reckon the finish of the match will be jericho tapping out lambert in the walls or he's just about to get his hands on him other people Say that, but like I'm, I'm, I'm very confident that Inner Circle Jerks are winning here because mm. they've lost every single time they faced off against them with the exception of I think Sammy beating Ethan Page mm. uh, after that we got Dante Martin with Leo Rush and Matt Seidel's backstage with him he says well I've got Lee Moriarty under my tutelage now love that so you know Matt's brother's injured Dante's brother's injured and they put them with other guys and they'll have presumably an insane tag match I think that was for Rampage on Friday. Oh, yeah. Jamie Hayter taking on Anna Jay in the first round of the TBS tournament. Uh-oh, sounds like someone didn't like this match. Oh, I didn't. No, it wasn't yeah. very good. Uh, and uh, Britt Baker and Rebel were outside. Of course, they interfered to cost Anna Jay the win. Ty Conti made the save. She got beaten up. Thunder Rosa made the save. So in-ring-wise, it was fine bordering on sloppy. Which is not something I usually notice, so it has to be pretty bad for me to like go. Mm. Um, but just just from a booking perspective, why isn't Ty Conti out there? Great question. <laughs> I, I a follow up. Why of all the people they had out there is Thunder Rose the one that's standing tall when she's not the one who's challenging for the belt at the pay per view? Hmm. She's challenging. She's got Hater in the next round, but like. Ty Conti, the challenger for the women's title, was out there and she got her ass kicked. Yeah. And Thunder Rosa was the one who made the same as the Thunder Rosa was the only one who felt like the star of that group. And I'm like, well, you're not on the pay-per-view. Ty Conti is. So like, surely you'd have booked it the other way around. Thunder Rosa runs down to like, you know, beat up on Jamie Hayter because they're facing off the show. And then Ty Conti, the number one contender for the belt, comes down and she's the one who stands tall at the end and pointing at, at uh, Baker. But then it was Rosa who was doing this at the end. Yeah. I, it was badly booked, I think. Yeah, yeah it, really it was. Um, and it just comes back to the thing we keep on harping on about. You don't see this kind of sloppiness booking-wise in the men's division, and you've got your female stars there. Sheeta, Deeb, 
Baker, Rosa, Soho, Statlander. Focus on them. I know you've got a TBS tournament, but I just feel like it's getting in the way of of a really concise, great division. Yeah. Uh, this didn't work for me. No. Jade Cargill got a promo on the TBS tournament. Did she say she's when she wins it, she's going to rename it? That bit show. <laughs> that, that was good. Yeah. Which um, I believe is actually what the big show show was going to be called originally. The bitch show. <laughs> the bitch bitch show show. Uh, but then arguably the second greatest thing on this episode, MJF comes out, cuts this searing promo on Darby Allen. Uh, calls him an incel. He's called him a school shooter in the past. Like, he's really going close to the bone there. Uh, but then he brought it back to wrestling. I think this is a masterstroke. He said, ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm a better wrestler than you are. Yeah. I can beat you with a headlock takeover. I love that. He's like, people forget, because I'm such a good... This is brilliant. It's like, because I'm the best talker in this company, <laughs> people are so used to people who are only good talkers and then yeah. can't wrestle. But be- And because I'm the best talker in this company, people expect me not to be able to wrestle. Turns out I'm actually the best wrestler here as well. So I'm going to be... All you are, this is a, a great Ric Flair to Mick Foley line, which is, you know, mm. you could take a lot of shades from this as well. The glorified stuntman that you are. And, you know, Darby got to cut a very small promo where he was like, we will have a wrestling match and I will beat you in a wrestling match. Do you think, who do you have win? MJF. Yeah? Yeah, always. I think, you know, ultimately, they'll, they're probably, he'll probably face Punk. And, so, I, and I would like it if, especially if he'd win by cheating as well. Mm-hmm. Like he uses the dynamite ring because yeah. like it's it's wonderful healness. I would beat you with the headlock takeover. Also, I'm going to use the dynamite ring yeah, and Wardlow is going to be. Yeah, yeah. Perfect, yeah. Uh, but Darby said, but right now I'm going to get my rage out. And he went to chase off MJF. Stings there with a load of guys. Uh, they stop the pinnacle from helping. They have a pretty cool brawl. There it is. So, yeah, we've got... Uh, what I like about this so much is that Darby's thing is I can rise above your words and your bullying and I will just wrestle. Like, yeah. And and that's because usually this kind of blood, it's a, it felt like a blood feud. MJF was going so, so hard at him. And usually that would necessitate, oh, yeah, he's going to snap. So to, to turn that into a, a lockup, you know, we always complain against about, oh, these two are in a blood feud. The match begins lock up like come on just you want to punch the guy but they've done it where that's the noble thing to do yeah there's a moment during this brawl where mjf was like on the guardrail, you know sort of like oh man like this and darby walks through the crowd and he's like you know got the crowd parted like the red sea mm. and he runs full speed at mj and mjf will be like no <laughs> and he like it takes him over We'll be like, i hope i don't trip him up oh, as he does the big run exactly that. could you imagine if you're that guy that you do it by accident what if someone had tried to do it on purpose? What yeah. if there was some like tool that tried to do it like a, a, to be a dick? AW crowd. That's what you've got to trust yeah. them at. And Darby knew he could trust these fans not to be dicks. Mm. Uh, after that, we got Andrade versus Cody Rhodes. Now, this I thought this was a really good match. Really good in ring stuff. And it was it was down to Andrade mostly. Like he had every Cody usual spot. He had it scouted. Yeah. He was really good here. Like Andrade, I don't think has had the greatest AEW run. Like I think it's early doors Miro levels of mm. like, eh, it, it's it's there. I'm happy that he's in the company, but it's not really setting any worlds on fire. But I think he's starting to find his feet a little bit now. Yeah. All it took was a little trip to Cody Island. <laughs> <laughs> and that sort of what the crowd booed Cody. 
because of course they did because Cody asked them not to and so I think the crowd is just going to boo him Why even more at work. work? Uh, and at the end of this because Malachi Black had been banned from ringside FTR hid under the ring it's technically not at ringside they were underneath mm. the ring hit them with the AAA titles and Andrade hit the hammerlock DDT get your S in brother to um to get the pin and then they did the sort of like you know a, a sort of brawlish thing afterwards as well the Lucha Brothers ran down you had a stare off between Tully and Arn which I wanted to do as the thumbnail for this show. And the title was going to be Arn Anderson versus Tully Blanchard at full gear. Book it, Tony, you coward. <laughs> Why? Because everybody wants to see it. Do they? Arn Anderson versus Tully Blanchard with a Glock. <laughs> are you saying that? Are you in that mode because you love that ending on Botchamania so much? <laughs> I love anything Arn Anderson at the moment. And yes, the 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 very final ending <laughs> of the most recent Botchamania is incredibly funny. Ollie has played it to any single person that comes to the office. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! hey come on, this, come on, this. Um, and then the final segment, uh, of course, Cody lost that one that we're going to talk about. Was John Silver coming out saying he's going to beat up the Budge uh, on Friday, and every. It made no sense to a lot of people, I imagine, but I found it funny. If you're watching BTE, I guess um, it's probably loads of sense. I, yeah. I, I only reckon it's something on that, or there's maybe it's something on a Twitch stream or something. Oh, you don't know what it is? No. Oh my god, it's so it's so funny. Okay. Yeah. So the Dark Order, they try and recruit everybody, mm-hmm. and John Silver and oh my god, what's his name? Reynolds. Right, Alex Reynolds. Go to recruit Adam Cole, and that like. John Silver's just going on one of his comedy rants, and he's like, the problem is, like, if if you joined us, we've already got an Adam in the group, so we'd need to change your name. Uh, I was thinking, and he just goes through all these stupid names, and he's like, the Budge! Budge! And he's like, and we can cut your hair as well, because Hangman's yeah, got yeah, long yeah. hair. So it's that all a joke. That's the about WWE, they were going to cut his hair and rename him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's there. But, yeah. I don't think they should have done this promo without some on dynamite setup. It's AEW's problem they've had since day one is that despite the fact they've got hard evidence <laughs> to show this isn't the case, they think everyone who watches mm. Dynamite watches everything that gets put out. Like I'd, I imagine if you ask someone, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, no, everyone who watches Dynamite watches Sammy Guevara's blog. Um, everyone watches BT, but like there's like hard numbers to show that's not the case." So then you have segments like this. Love John Silver. and a Scooby-Doo what he was talking about. So in fact, he's facing Adam Cole. And I just wrote in my notes, must be a BTE thing. I haven't seen it in months. Yeah. Definitely make references, like subtle references to the wider universe that make those, you know, people who view that stuff, it rewards them. But I'd never, never, never just behave like your main show's viewership know all that stuff. I, th- I think it's quite self-indulgent. Yeah. And, and, and we'll, you know, we'll work against John Silver trying to get over. Well, I thought Budge was his name. When the way he was oh, cutting right, the promo, yeah. I thought it was him. And actually, some of you like, it's a reference to budget cuts as well, which I also, oh, which I also didn't is. pick up on. So, like, I thought his name, he was calling himself the Budge. <laughs> it's a good name. I, yeah, it, this didn't work for me because there's no context. Like, like it's, yeah, you're asking your audience to watch everything and then not, but then they'll almost be like, well, why aren't you watching everything? Me and Tempest reckon Adam Cole's name should just be The Boom. 
Oh yeah, I, I heard. <laughs> uh, overall, I gave it four out of five because it's AEW. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, do you know what's funny actually? So I put this up on the community poll, um, and they were, oh yeah, don't don't don't, don't, don't <gasps> look. I mean, you've already seen the result. But all of the, when we do Raw, everyone says like solid episode of Raw, three out of five. Everyone says the same thing about Dynamite. I was like, solid episode of Dynamite, four out of five. And that's what we got again. 55% gave this four out of five. 25% said it was a five out of five show. 80% gave it four or above. Wow. Yeah. 12, uh, 15% said it was three out of five. So it's your 95% and above is uh, for three to five out of five. People very much enjoyed this episode. Mm. Solid episode of Dynamite, this. Uh, well, before we get into all your wonderful Omega chats, let's thank our even better, even better than all of you, our Patreons. Yes. Our Pledge Hammers on Patreon. If you go over to WrestleTalk, no, if you go over to patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk, you too can get a shout out on this very show. Like the Findicator, Finn Brennan. Yeah. The Cyclone, Brandon Sires. Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. The British Bulldog, Philip Boy, J. Smith Jr. I think actually I'll, I'll be able to play the music now. Oh. Because I've got a little thing here. I mean, I can do this, but at Riker. <laughs> I'll be able to play music for him in the future. Let me play with it. No, 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 no. Fantastic. Where are we? Fantastic, Mr. Good Old Fox. Yeah. He's a sexy man. Not an Andrew Gross man. He's no jackass, Dano. Yeah. The roller coaster, Robert Acosta. Yeah. We'll always mark out for Ollie Landrum. Yeah. Wrestle Talk's personal ring announcer, Rodrigo Benitez. The Vision, Adonis. Yeah. Ryan B. Bad. And finally, for this Hall of Fame class on the 4th of November 2021, Chris, the Cypriot Sensation Patrol. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's get into your Omega chats. Perseus M. As much as we can hate on Gamer Miro, only a true gamer could come up with the Twisted Templar challenging his own god. Really? <laughs> I think loads of people could come up with this narrative. Well, you know, do, you do you. Van, <laughs> Van Twinblade. Only someone who has played Streets of Rage 4 and its hardest setting could come up with this. Van Twinblade. I'm going to Friday's show in St. Louis. Eddie versus Punk is going to be awesome. Sure is. David Johnson. Respect for CM Punk for not putting himself in the tournament and making the crowd chant for John Moxley. He has a great balance of being a main event wrestler and putting the other talent over. And he looks like he's having fun doing it. <coughs> so this is one bit we didn't mention, actually. Punk said that he wanted to be in the Eliminator tournament. But he said he can't because he, he wants to finish this with Kingston. So he told the crowd, so boo Kingston. Yeah. That's a heel turn coming. Yeah. When Punk tells the crowd to do... It's not like Cody. 
Please, can you boo my opponent? Yeah, please, please boo my Please cheer for me. It'd be ever so kind if you could just cheer for for little old Cody. Don't you forget that the reason you're in them seats is because of me. Don't you forget that. Hey, you, take my shoes, please. Please, have my shoes. Just give me a little cheer. Just a cram of a cheer is all <laughs> I'm after. Nick Corvello. Hey, guys, just got up. Actually, and you're still live. Yeah, there's a time difference thing this week. Post the videos earlier, Ollie! So one or two more Omega chats before I head to work. I'm still kind of irked by Punk's promo, practically insulting Kingston for lacking work ethic and using his statement on Moxley to lead to that. So I'm actually hoping in the Punk Kingston segment on Rampage, Kingston calls out Punk for burning every bridge after retiring from wrestling and stabbing Colt in the back and scoff at Punk talking about loyalty and dedication would be a mic drop. I mean, if there's one person who would bring up the cult stuff it'd be either kingston or mjf i don't think they'll touch it with the barge pole it's a bit of a, a elephant in the room isn't it a budge pole <sighs> budge pole uh nick corvello again page van zandt is a great promo between that her look and her meh, experience aw need to sign her and develop her women's division would benefit she's great yeah she's, she's a hell good. of a promo she's got a good charisma about her the legit underboss, Daniel Lambert, having a breakdown, screaming, my face isn't that fat, <laughs> popped me so hard. I don't know why people don't like Dan Lambert. I know. There are people, there are, some of it I get, there are people who are worked by Dan Lambert. But there are other people just like, like apparently SRS thought that the segment was really juvenile. Like, yeah, that's sort of the point, though. Like, it's supposed to be... I, mean, I imagine it's because SRS um, likes MMA fighting, so we want them to all be taken yes, seriously. Yes, potentially, yeah. But the whole feud has been juvenile and silly. Oh, I, I, I love, love, love it. Uh, Nick Corbello. Why the hell, whenever Sheeta is getting an accolade celebration like her one-year title reign or a 50th win, does she get interrupted? I will preface that nick everyone gets interrupted on, on dynamite if you, if you, unless you're cm punk everyone gets interrupted um can't she just get one night where she can enjoy an award at least her booking is better i have so i haven't had to complain uh lakshinam narisham b solid episode today like the opening match in the mjf segment great promo from punk also like the concher boom segment Miro is back yay the str match was meh good match aside cody's babyface pop was great for the one day it lasted i mean he was still getting booed a lot but he had that one baby face moment on Rampage. He did, he did. Uh, Aaron Smith. I was thinking at Revolution, the elites lose an eight-man tag with Kenny getting pinned. Post-match, lights go down. When they come back up, Kevin Steen is in the <sighs> middle of the ring staring down Kenny. Triple superkick to Omega by Cold Young Bucks. And Mount Rushmore of Wrestling are reunited again. I don't want so close to the Adam Cole debut. I don't think anyone should debut as part of that faction, actually. Yeah. I think singles debuts now alpaca nation 87 good golly sure can't wait to see brian and mirror beat the holy hell out of each <laughs> other uh loving the more and more pissed off punk is getting lastly so is andrade in the house of black or is it just a mutual hate for homelander i mean cody i think it's it's andrade's paying him right they've just said they're mates yeah andrade's definitely paying ftr mm. i love everybody involved but I don't think the relationships are clearly defined enough for... In a, in a Cody feud? <laughs> are you sure? Cody's like, well, I've got my stuff down. <laughs> uh, everybody work around me. I mean, you are all heels. 
<laughs> Ergo, you come against big baby face Cody Rhodes. Look, I've drawn a smiley face next to my name. Yeah. They're going to cheer me. And there's a very, there's a couple of angry faces next to yours. It all adds up if you ask me. Will Campbell, hey guys, love the show last night. Punk's promo was powerful. Darby kicked MJF's ass. Jericho calling out Lambert was hilarious. Also, am I mistaken? Did FTR come out to the Midnight Express theme? Because I know JR mentioned uh, uh, Giorgio Moroder. Uh, yes, they did. It was a, a remixed version of that. Yeah, well, they've been doing that for a while mm. now. Ket, Hangman Page is so hot at the moment. He's just great. He's got... Apologies. Um, who's messaging me on Discord? No, I'm live. Um, he's just so great. He's got to win at full gear. I can't see a future where they prolong this further without the heat dying off. Heat died off over the last two months. They brought it back. You can just ignite it again. I think lose. Do you know who was the message me? That's him. Pete. What's he saying? It's just messaging me the script I've got to record I've, later. I've, I've got my, my bow tie on still. 69 Intangible, Sandy Deegan. Hey, guys, does Pete need a nap? He's not a little cranky boy. He's just had two weeks off. Happy to see Mira in the world title convo, but RIP to the fruit man. Self-confident hangman is the best. I screamed, hold it tight. You've got 10 days. Luke, D-A-D, made Ollie's pretty titties and love y'all. Don't object to find <laughs> the ad nap too. Did they ever pay off Billy Gunn attacking Paul White? <laughs> <laughs> I thought probably on dark, right? <laughs> hey, you've got to pay off Chekhov's gun club. It's pretty good. Uh, Kevin, every time someone does a huge run in the crowd like Darby did, my mind always goes to imagine if there's one son of a bitch that trips hmm. him up and the spot is ruined. Thank God for these crowns not being a-holes. Also, Miro as the first challenger for Hangman Page. Yes, please. Nate S, I was thinking that Mox may come back and use his absence for a promo against Punk, especially since Punk and Eddie are getting into it. Like Mox saying to Punk, we're not friends. You don't need to speak about me or fight my battles. Not sure how I'd feel about it. Mm. Brian Moore, I need Hangman Page video package with the Johnny Cash, I won't back down. I'm way more excited for John Silver versus Budge than I should be. And I know you guys think that he look, Pete looks like Silver, but I see Pete more like a happier <laughs> only Larkin. He definitely looks like John Silver, though. I would, uh, for Johnny Cash songs, then I see a darkness, and then I see a darkness, but I know that I still love you. I just I think, like, you get, you know, I, surely The Undertaker has got, like, the monopoly on using Johnny mm. Cash songs for video packages now. Yeah. Ain't no grave, no holding body now. Legit Underboss, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett versus the Young Bucks versus Red Dragon in a custody of Adam Cole ladder match. What have I become? My Swedish friend. <laughs> My wife can't listen to that song anymore. It's too sad. We uh, we went for our life insurance meeting before we bought our house. It's very sad because it's basically just sit there and you just talk about, so here's what happens if you die or if one of you dies and this and the other. So you just talk about like your partner, the love of your life dying mm. for a couple of hours. Then we got to the guy that was the first song that came onto the playlist. My wife just burst into tears. She's like, well, now I can't ever listen to this song again because it's just <laughs> it's connected to this meeting. Uh, Kid Phantom V3. With Kevin Owens, Steen, Kyle O'Reilly, and ROH of Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, all of Adam Cole's faction <laughs> boyfriends are going to be with him in one place. Me, we were talking about this on the Friday show. Me, SB3, and Chris Van Lee. Sort of fantasy booking yeah. all, all of Adam Cole's boyfriends fighting for his affections. <laughs> Al he's so pretty. He's such a pretty boy. It's no, no wonder. His eyes. It's no wonder there are so many men that were willing mm. to fight over him. Alpaca Nation 87. FCR actu actually... Glass up the nose. How did the US flag on one knee and the Mexican flag on the other knee, Ollie? Well, I... Cool. 
Matthew Robinson, uh, Luke, you are right. I really want Hangman to win. Love how they said he has confidence. Do you think it's time? No. Love the CM Punk backed up Moxley. Truly incredible. Also, now we get <laughs> Danielson versus Miro. Simply this company. I know it'll probably be Danielson, but I think it could be Miro's mm. time. And lastly, from Michael Pellegrini, hey lads, is the American spirit something Cody has won through kayfabe means? Has he lost the American spirits of black and will he lose until he's found it? Can the crowd help him regain the American <laughs> spirit? These are the things I think about. Uh, yeah, he's, 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 he's got something, hasn't he? Cody? Yeah. yeah. He's got his little piece of paper yeah. and it, like, he's written Cody Rhodes, brackets, babyface, close brackets, versus heels. <laughs> the, the, the TV show <laughs> and he will lose those first two matches yeah but he's going to win at the end so overall he lost yeah but by the end America wins won. yeah um, so how long has this stream been going on for um, it's over an hour that's all we needed Luke's got a theory that streams over an hour do better we're at one hour, eight seconds, 14. Yeah, that was, that was a theory that we and Ollie had yesterday in uh, in our one-to-one. We were having a drink. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you to today's sponsor, Bosley, for uh, sponsoring today's show, because of course they did. They are America's number one hair restoration expert, America's up-top team, if you will, 45 years experience. Click the link in the video description down below for a free information kit and 250 $50 gift card towards a procedure. Please, you just click that link as well because like even if you don't, if you're not that interested, clicking the link really does help us out. It helps out our sponsor as well. Thank you very much to them. Uh, tomorrow, in theory, unless she cancels on me at the last minute like she has done last, well, does over the last couple of weeks, <laughs> It will be the return of the Team Danuk mailbag show, not the mailbag show, the Team Danuk show on Fridays um, and we'll be joined by Alex, Queen of the Ring. I'm cuter than her. Remind her that I beat her. Yes, I will remind her that you are both cuter and you beat her in the um, Fantasy Booking Warfare tournament that um, we all we all cared deeply about. Um, I, I did when I won. Actually, no, in fact, everyone did. It was, it was, it was just, just me. Just me that didn't. Um, so uh, I thought Denise was going to win. So it's me, Denise, and Alex tomorrow. And for you time zone dorks that are complaining us being an hour late, it'll be at your regular time. I get to do the show an hour, an hour early, and it's wonderful. So that's tomorrow. And then on Saturday, um, Wrestle Dorks, um, Pete and Tempoti Wrestler will be doing the SmackDown and Rampage review. I'm sure they'll have a lot to say about AEW Rampage and that. Mwah. Punk versus Kingston segment. Had a very interesting email as well. Actually, mm. I'm not going to. Uh, I won't read out who this is from, but it was, it was on, entitled. Them. I'm dox not going to dox them. A complaint. Oh no! But it was Definitely interesting. Dox them. What it was. Well, I found fascinating about this is that the the person who emailed in has been listening for a long, long time. It's a name that's cropped up a lot in in our emails uh, across the way. But they're actually complaining about After Dark. Oh. Wrestle Talk After Dark, and the main pause of their complaint is there's no wrestling talk on it. Oh, interesting. Which, which is fascinating because the whole point of After Dark is that we didn't want to talk about wrestling. The whole idea of it was to talk about anything other than wrestling. Yeah, we, we explicitly ask, can you uh, submit non-wrestling questions? Yeah. It's usually video games, books, films, stuff Because like we that. talk about wrestling a lot yeah. on other shows that 
to do another show talking about wrestling is yeah, yeah. we'll just be repeating our, our opinions from elsewhere as well yeah what you got planned for the weekend Oh, what? Oh, we've got a wedding. Yes, you have. You're I'm, off on. I'm you're a, off tomorrow. In fact, I'm the master of ceremonies. Oh, I mean, you saw how good my brother was at he, my wedding. Yeah, I think I'm just going to play it really straight. Don't do a single joke. Smart. But the last call I do, I'm going to at the end say thank you very much. I've been YouTube's Ollie Davis. Like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> what will they know that you are a YouTube? And what a like and subscribe means. I've got 1.1 million uh, followers on, on YouTube. Yeah, but... Are, they, they must know who I am. Are they in the room? No. Um, well, it's it's a lot of school friends. I know, I know very well half the people there. And so do, I think that's okay. But do they know what you do and what a like and... Like, it's you saying to me, like and subscribe mm -hmm. is funny because... We make fun of that because that's what YouTube yeah, wants you to yeah. do. And it's very funny and it's very silly. But yeah. if you're not watching YouTube on a regular basis, if you were to say to a group of people who are, and I, I would say this with all the, the will in the world, all the politeness in the world, Italians. In, in their mid-30s, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, mid yeah. if you were to say, like and subscribe, will they get the joke? Uh, a better question. <laughs> yeah. If they don't get the joke, yeah. do I care at that point? Uh, oh, I mean, you shouldn't be drinking that much if you're emceeing. You, I mean, really... Hadn't, hadn't crossed my mind. You, should, <laughs> you really shouldn't drink much at all at emceeing. Because you've got, you got a big responsibility. Hmm, but I'm not... Did your brother do jokes and stuff? I can't really remember. No, he was, he was he, just he, like... He just played, yeah. it, played it straight. But he's like, you know, he's, just, he's so likable mm. that everyone just sort of warmed to him. You and think then, I've got an uphill struggle with the likable part? Not at all, because That's... you're a likable chap. But if you then get, I don't know, start drinking, and then like you'd be like, Okay, everybody. <laughs> just want to say I love this man right here. <laughs> babies aren't vegan. <laughs> We've all agreed that babies aren't vegan. A dolphin is a fish! <laughs> Anyway, the happy couple. Like you know what you don't want that scenario. No. So, I mean, practice with me. Introduce the the, the happy couple. Here are person and person and their first dance. Are you doing? It, is that the tone you're sticking with? Is, yeah, is that I think the, so. The, yeah, the, that's like my calmest, nicest voice. Yeah, but you're also a YouTube presenter. Like, have you got some pizzazz? You just said. Draw back on the YouTube I, I, I stuff. I didn't say draw back on the YouTube stuff. I said draw back on references oh my to God. YouTube. Luke, I was at you genuinely making me nervous about <laughs> this now. This is fun. This is delightful fun. I'm just going to keep saying the opposite. We've got to do the show. We've got to go. <laughs> Um, I'll be back tomorrow with Denise Salcedo, unless, of course, she cancels on me at the last minute again. Um, but we'll be joined by Alex, Queen of the oh, Ring, nice. on this show, which will be excellent. Thank you all so much for listening. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.